0: Hosting for your tech life, proudly provided by Web Central.
1: Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs, and the internet. Information you want, what? all the help you need. Your tech life with Trevor Long.
0: Oh, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, and uh, welcome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading the episode two hundred and thirty-two of Your Tech Life. Uh, and thank you, Sir Rob of Goulburn, for your tweet just now. That's gonna that's gonna get me through, my friend. Thank you very much. It's uh, great to hear from people on on Twitter. It's a such a great immediate medium. Uh, makes you feel so attached and connected to so many people. And yet, you know, uh, I, I think I've probably met ten of the people that that I. Uh, I, I even communicate with on Twitter and I think that's probably a sign of, you know, who I am more than anything. I, I, I'm i not a fan of uh, social interaction if I'm honest. I was at a work function tonight, you know, cocktails and all that kind of thing. Just quite happy to you know, see the speeches, see the formality and then walk on. Uh, and, you know, when I go to events I went to a thing today, uh, which I should talk about that. I'll put that on the list. Um, some big news from Foxtel. Um, great lunch, but And, you know, I'm lucky there's some really great people in this little game. I I work in technology, Uh, a young bloke called Harry Tucker at uh, News Limited, started doing the online tech stuff for News Limited. Um, You know, great to chat with people like that who, uh, you know, just everyday people and not, you know, stuck up in their own skin. So always good to find people like that that you just want to have a chat with. But they're rare in this world, I have to say, unfortunately. But that's so goes life. Um, So it is great to hear from you when you are on Twitter and saying good day, as Rob, who's been on the show, I think, a couple of times um, on Twitter, is. Lots to talk about tonight um, on this show. I've got a really, I think, a really interesting uh, conversation to have with um, a representative from Vision Australia who uh, is blind uh, and has been working with Apple for some time on helping to create the accessibility that their products have. And, you know, we take so much for granted when we, um, when we, have, when we have sight. Uh, we take our sight for granted. And people that either have low vision or, um, in, in David's case, are completely blind. Um, you know, what, what is their involvement with technology? How are these cool things that we're using, um, how are they used? And you'd be amazed. Honestly, some very cool stuff. So we'll talk to David about that shortly. The HTC One, the M8 version, that is the 2014 version of HTC One, is available now. And uh, it is um, uh, on all the major carriers, and it is a cracking device. I'll tell you more about that shortly. set of nice headphones to tell you about. The Jawbone Up is available. The Up24 is available now in Australia. And, yes, some very cool news from Foxtel. Uh, especially for Game of Thrones fans, perhaps, uh, with the timing as it is. Uh, and it's all thanks to Garmin each and every week, uh, garmin.com.au. I'll pick a product, tell you about them a little later. Um, but um, when you're thinking satellite navigation, GPS, golf, fitness, whatever it is, do think Garmin. And uh, and if it ever comes up, make sure you tell them where you heard about it, garmin.com.au. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. My name's Trevor Long, at Trevor Long on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Trevor Long if you want to go there and sign up. That's good fun. Uh, great little community um i don't i don't have the dramas that um i guess uh you know large personalities um who are opinionated have i've got a great bunch of people who don't really say anything negative and i, I love that it's a great little community uh that i get involved with on twitter and it's great to have them you whoever you are uh, out there cuz it's great to have a chat and uh, you can always get in touch with me either that way or from the website eftm.com.au much. I think I need to play that a couple of times this episode, my apologies, especially to those of you that are re that. that uh, I love the fact, and someone mentioned this on Twitter, I love the fact that someone hears that uh, on the radio now and I've ruined it for you and that that's fun I love that, it's fun <laughs> so, my apologies, but you know, I'm not going to lie it, just a really interestingly crap day uh, and I'm pushing on here pushing on here And I want to tell you about the HTC One, mate. Now, I say mate because uh, last year's HTC One, which was uh, a fantastic device, was actually codenamed the M7, or the model number was the M7. The 2014 version is the M8. So you may see it advertised as the HTC One, and in brackets, M8. Now, it's just the HTC One, but if you want to differentiate year to year, that's how you do it. Um... Man, oh man, HTC have hit this out of the park. The last year's model, very uh, metal back, um, you know, uh, solid um, sides, kind of a... uh, It was a very nice hard white plastic around the outside and then, you know, beautiful screen and front-facing speakers. That was what made the HTC one uh, and, and absolutely set it apart from everything else as well. Bigger than an iPhone, but, you know, the quality of an iPhone in terms of construction. And this year... As good, if not better, one hundred percent. What they've done, uh, the the metal is sort of the same. So they've still got this beautiful metal um, construction, but the metal goes all the way from the screen around the back and back to the screen, and it's got this kind of uh, you know diamond cut edge on it. It's jewellery like precision, as, as even they describe it. And you know this kind of quality is the kind of quality you expect from Apple. And I think that's to, you know if nothing else. To Apple's credit is is the quality they put into devices, which hopefully is a learning that other companies are now seeing. And HTC One for this year is just beautiful. I, I love just love holding it in my hand. Um, slightly more uh, sound uh, volume from the speakers, better speakers on the front, but not noticeable if I'm honest. A better front facing camera, which is interesting. You know, so the selfies are a better quality. The Rear-facing camera, I'll tell you about shortly, but the flash on the rear-facing camera does have the dual-tone flash, so better quality um, uh, skin tones and things from from the flash. Here's a couple of great features. My phone is in front of me now. It's off. I can double-tap the screen, and it's on. Double-tap again, and it's off. Really simple way of waking the phone up. Also, if it's off, swipe up from the bottom, and when you unlock, you go back to where you recently were. If it's off... Swipe in from the right, it'll take you to your home page. Uh, if it's off, swipe in from the left, takes you into their Blink fleet, which is their kind of social aggregator, and which is very good, by the way, this year, too. Um, overall, uh, the Android KitKat experience, which is the, the, the version of KitKat it's running, is excellent. Um, you know, it doesn't seem bloated, and I really think that this is a version of Android that I think you would love to go to from an iPhone you can keep it really simple or you can add some really cool widgets which are the interactive kind of displays on the on the home pages there's value in this in this operating system now this is really getting to the point where it's competitive very competitive the apps are all there um Google has Google Play Music so you've got streaming music oh, lots of different options there now it's it really is becoming competitive uh if if it wasn't before if you didn't know it before it certainly is now. Now, the Samsung Galaxy S5, which I'll talk to you about next week, but its key feature are fingerprint and waterproof. Dismiss the fingerprint. It's not that fantastic. Um, and, I'm, uh, you know, while I think it's a great feature, I don't think it's the selling feature. I think the selling feature of the Samsung Galaxy S5 is it's waterproof. The HTC One is not. And I think that, unfortunately, will cost them, just because of the gimmick factor more than anything. And I'm not sure this next feature, which is the key... Uh, will win sales, but my god, it's cool. So there's actually two lenses on the back of this camera, on this phone. And when I take a photo, I'm going to do it right now. Uh, you but I'll maybe I'll post this on Twitter or the, way, or the website. But when I take a photo, I've got a coke can here, and it's sitting in on my desk. And the the coke can is in the foreground. Lots of rubbish on the desk, in the background. You get the drift. Uh, focus on the on the, on the coke can. Take the photo. Now when I go in and look at the photo just looks like a Coke can. But when I edit, when I click Edit on that photo, I now have the option to what they call U-Focus, which is Focus. I can click anywhere in the the photo, and it will refocus the image to that point instead of the can, which was originally in the Focus. Um, The other cool thing is Foreground, where I can click Foreground, and it isolates the can from the rest of the image, and I can do things like Sketch in the background. I could do a Colour... So the the front only the Coke can is colourized, the, the background is not, it's black and white. It's honestly a very, very smart feature which works reasonably done. Well, I'd say eighty-five percent success rate if I had to pick a number. And um it it's fantastic for photos of your kids. You you have your kids sitting in front of something and you can really drop the background out while still having it there, and it makes the photo pop. It really does. Um I I will play with the Samsung Galaxy S5 for a reasonably equal period of time, but I I think in day-to-day use, the apps that I use and the features that I use, I think it'll be hard to beat the HTC One. I think it's an early prediction that this will get uh, a great result in a, in a head-to-head battle. It also has uh, an expandable memory slot on the side, and, and that means you can put up to 128 Gig of of data on it of your own. Microsoft Office is now available there, so you know it's 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 a good package. Oh, the HCC One Mate uh, available now. Uh, H uh, sorry, Optus have um, seventy two dollar a month deal, which is sixty dollar plan and 12 twelve dollar handset repayment, which is one point five gig of data. You can get the phone uh, over at Vodafone. Uh, you can get the seventy five dollar Um, plan which is a $65 RED uh, which is 1.5 gig of data plus the the handset repayment and Telstra have an $82 a month where you can get the the phone with 1.5 gig of data as well so really 1.5 gig is a sweet spot um, and uh, yeah very 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 nice options there for for pricing so well worth checking out I I will do as good a review as I can possibly muster Uh, on EFTM within the next week. But I think if you're in the market for a phone right now, you must get your hands on the HTC One. If nothing, then just feel it and see the quality because when you're spending $900 on a phone, uh, I think think you want it to feel like you've spent that money. So check it out, the HTC One. Uh, Great phone and, you know, a great demonstration. The HTC can still do it. Let's just hope they can, uh, they can follow through. You're listening to Your Tech Life. And my little mate, Bowen uh, at eftm.com.au. Had a little look at uh, a set of headphones called the Soul headphones. These are uh, the Jet Superior Performance Noise Cancelling headphones. They're a pretty funky look, very heavily padded uh, top band, and large over-ear uh, muffs, or the actual earpiece part. Very big, which I, I, I like because it means that you're not pushing up against the ears. Uh, apparently fantastic quality sound, um, has the great couple of options for cables. They're $249, which is not cheap, but um, certainly at this level, uh, noise-canceling headphones is well worth checking out. I thought I'd bring you that to your, to your attention if you want to have a look at those. They're on the website at eftm.com.au. And it's all thanks to the good people at Garmin. You're listening to your tech life. for the full range of Garmin products across anything from aviation to, to maritime to cycling to fitness to uh, triathlons to golf to, to running to, my goodness me, in car navigation. Very simple thing you might not have heard about. <laughs> Um, And I want to tell you today about the Approach G8 golfing uh, device. This is lighter, sleeker, smarter. This is a three-inch color touch display, tough, durable, preloaded with more than 30,000 international golf courses, has uh, a feature they call plays-like distance, which gives golfers distance to the target, adjusted for uphill or downhill shots. Smart notification allows you to receive email, text, and other alerts on your handheld. Pin pointer tells you where the pin is, even if you can't see it and automatic Wi-Fi course updates with no fees or subscription. So a very, very cool device. Uh, You're looking at um, a a fantastic product uh, that is well worth checking out at your local golf uh, or uh, other retailer that might stock these products. Connect with the Garmin Golf uh, Connect community. Lots to do, lots to play. And if you love your golf, check out the Approach series, but especially the the top-of-the-line Approach G8 from Garmin, garmin garmin.com.au. Now, I enjoyed today a meal uh, courtesy of the good people at uh, PlayStation. I should disclose, I don't know why, but um, <laughs> at a restaurant I can't remember the name of, but it was no, I'll look it up while while we're um, while I'm talking. Um, it was uh, it was to announce the availability of Foxtel Play, uh, the on-demand Foxtel platform that you can kind of subscribe to and get all the channels uh, without being a Foxtel you know, cable or satellite subscriber, um, available now, now, literally today, on PlayStation 3. Uh, and the restaurant I went to was called Portino, P-O-R-T-E-N-O, in uh, in Sydney. If you are in Sydney and you love meat, may I recommend to you that you attend Portino? Oh, the, they brought out beef ribs. I don't even know that the ribs I've been eating before weren't, beef ribs or not full size or something. It was just ridiculous. These things were huge. The bone in the rib was 4 centimetres wide and 15, 20 centimetres long, and the meat was, I don't know, 4 centimetres thick on it. It was amazing. And I just can't stop thinking about it. It was so, so beautiful. Now, uh, the reason for the launch was to announce that Foxtel Play uh, was being made available on PlayStation 3 as of today, and it's coming soon to PlayStation Four. Still got to develop, finish the development and, and testing of that. But yes, PlayStation Three available today. So if you, this gives you another option. If you have the internet at home connected to your uh, uh, Facebook, uh, connected to Facebook, connected to your PS Three, uh, and you don't have uh, uh, Foxtel at all, hello, quick, go out and get it. This is fantastic. So the the packages are like twenty five, fifty dollars a month, depending on what you want. Uh, Fantastic stuff. Check it out. If you want um, Foxtel uh, and you've got a PS3 and the internet, you can now get it on Foxtel Play. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening. Your Tech Life, the name of the show. My name is Trevor Long. You can get in touch. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Now, uh, according to the World Health Organization, more than 246 million people worldwide have low vision. And in Australia, that figure is estimated to be 330,000. Uh, and as we age, and you know, our, our lives are prolonged through fantastic health and other things, uh, that number will increase. And it's quite an interesting space because when you think about, um, you know, your life, if if you if you don't have a vision impairment or or hearing impairment or whatever it might be, uh, you kind of don't you don't get access to to how different the world could be, and also. In my space, I think it's amazing how technology is enabling um, these these technologies to, to play a role in, in trying to uh, assist people, uh, enable people, and do a whole stack of things like that. And there was a big conference going on right now in Melbourne called Vision 2014, and uh, Vision Australia is a big part of that, obviously. And uh, David Woodbridge is on the line to talk about that. G'day, David.
1: Howdy, howdy! In fact, that it's even being hosted by Vision Australia, so it's been a fantastic conference so far.
0: And so, is this a, a regular annual conference, and this is the first time, or this year it's, it's it's kind of Australia's turn?
1: It's not held annually. This is only the second time it's being held in the Southern Hemisphere. So this is the eleventh international conference on low vision, wow. and it's everybody—that's everybody in low vision globally—and hmm. of course, it's it's eye eye care health professionals and low vision professionals. Hmm and plus you know people that want to learn more about low vision how to deal with it et cetera.
0: and it's really important isn't it and and you know you have to forgive me this is not my area of expertise at all but you know we talk about um, blindness then you think and this this is a new term to me low vision but that's a really important thing to talk about because there's a there's a really you know if the number of people that are that have you know uh, complete blindness then you work your way down the down the spectrum I, I guess low vision is a really big issue because uh, you know you, you have to interact with with the same things, the same technologies as as everyone and and why should life be any different for you that 's where this whole technology merging comes into it doesn 't it?
1: it it does and low vision can mean lots of different things to different people, and even having the same type of low vision doesn 't mean you 've got the same needs and wants and yeah. experiences as everybody else as well
0: so the uh, the vision two thousand and fourteen i understand um, they had a a, a showcase of kind of how technology in the household, let alone anywhere else, um, can really enable people with low vision. And it was called the eye House. There was a lot of technology there um, from Apple. If, it, if the house was split into four zones, try, take me on a tour of the house. What sort of things um, either do I take for granted that, that can be used to, to help people with low vision or what sort of things um, have enabled people with low vision to, to experience uh, the technology that we use every day?
1: Yep, certainly. So what happened is basically, um, so the the house was called the iHouse. It split up into four zones with the lounge room, bedroom, kitchen and bathroom. And literally it was like being inside a house, except it had no roof and walls, of course. (laughs) Would have been a bit weird if it was. Um, And basically it was using Apple technology or third-party products that then interact with Apple technology. Mm -hmm. Um, Because at a basic level, Apple at most of all 99% of the Apple line is completely accessible. So we use that, which is a really baseline. big deal, isn't
0: it? I mean, that's you know, for a company of that scale, uh, to you know, to spend the time uh, ensuring that their products are as best as possible, I guess we could say, um, accessible. It's it's a it's a really big win for for low vision and and that community, isn't it? Well, Look,
1: I think so, because you can pick up any Nano, Shuffle, iPod Touch, iPhone, iPad and Mac hmm. and the Apple TV, and they're all completely accessible by low vision or completely, for people that are completely blind as well.
0: Yeah, right. And it's, you know, I, I have emails regularly uh, um, from a couple of my listeners who, who have low vision and... Uh, you know they often correct me on things that I need to fix on the website and I don't claim to have the most successful website in the world and it's it's not something I'm proud of but it's just a you know I guess it's a difficult challenge for people mm-hmm. and you know I like just a simple thing like when I started embedding um, my audio from SoundCloud it was like that's great but there's no download link for me and, and that's mm-hmm. what I need and you know making those changes is a really big deal I guess we, you know if you're in um, I mean the bathrooms is a great example what what on earth um, I can't even begin to imagine so, so tell me what what's what what's technology in in the bathroom that, no, that helps so we, the
1: low we, vision. We sort of got a bit creative with the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so first of all, in the bathroom, we had a blood pressure monitor. Of course. So And this linked up with uh, iPhone app in this case. So rather than you having to look at the very small LCD or LED screen on these blood pressure monitors...
0: Yep, the standard blood pressure monitor that, that someone might get if they if they have to regularly monitor themselves just won't cut it for someone with low vision.
1: No. Exactly. And because you can run large print, exclamation mark, on the iPhone, mm. then you run your large print program, which is causes is built in with the general app that runs with this particular blood pressure monitor. You can read off your blood pressure results, see the trends and all that sort of information purely by just looking at your iPhone.
0: And does that kind of thing blow people away at a conference like this? Or is... Is it known and accept, accepted that this stuff exists? I mean, when I look at stuff sometimes, and I remember seeing it at the Consumer Electronics Show, some of the health stuff and just being, you know, absolutely gobsmacked by what what existed. Do people look at that stuff and go, I had no idea? Absolutely, yeah. yes.
1: So the, most of the people that came up, you know, have been coming to the stand have been absolutely blown away by the fact that this just can't be this easy. <laughs> and It's like, well, it is because the other thing we had, which <clears throat> I didn't try, was the uh, the scales.
0: <laughs>
1: uh-huh. uh, a course also done on a, done a on an app as well. And this, well, the nice thing about the scales was you could set up little reminders for yourself that you know try and eat healthy. And you know, last time, mate, you put on a bit of weight and blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah. Um, so that one was also very exciting because what lots of people said to me was like. Have you ever tried with low vision to look down at a set of scales and try and look at your weight? You can't oh. do it.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, whereas you know, an iPhone or an iPad that you're holding, then and it's Bluetooth 4, so it's very low powered. You're not chewing up you know endless amounts of battery. Mm. And once you pair it, of course, with any Bluetooth device, once you wander in, in this case, into our bathroom, then it just goes, yep, here you are, here's your, here's your scale, pop on it, stand, and here's your results.
0: Yeah, and, and there's probably different apps that either give you the, the large print or even read it out to you. I mean, mm. that's, that's the beautiful thing about it.
1: Exactly. Now, one, one final cool thing in the bathroom, because we didn't think of anywhere else to put it, was a treadmill.
0: A treadmill? A treadmill in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's forget that it's in the bathroom for now. But, uh, mm. you know, I guess with a treadmill, not that I'm a massive exerciser, but, uh, you know, the, the concept of the treadmill is, is the same. But these days, treadmills are quite, um, quite amazing pieces of technology in themselves, the programs, the different things they can, they can do. I mean, they can monitor your heart rate and everything as well. So is it the fact that that treadmill was linking with an iPad or something so that that information was controllable?
1: We were actually using apps like Keeper and several other apps to ah. measure how far you were running your calorie input and everything else like that. Yes. But what we were also using was, have you come across these headphones that are called bone conduction headphones? That
0: Oh, yes.
1: Yep, go for your bone, or your, your, cheek if you, your bone on your cheek. So for, for low vision or for blind people, that you're not getting distracted by just having things covering your ears completely, and you can carry on and listen to what's around you. Um, So when you're running on a treadmill and you've got these bone conduction headphones on and they're Bluetooth, so there's no wires going anywhere, you can, you know, listen or watch television while you're running. You can do other things. You can carry on conversations, whereas if you're wearing normal in-ear headphones, a bit restricted. And the other really fun app that we love to use on the treadmill is called Zombies Run. Right. So you're running away from a bunch of zombies and the faster you run, the faster you get away from the zombies. (laughs) (laughs) So, and, and that was a really fun one. I didn't notice many people actually doing that particular app on the terminal, sure, sure. but <laughs> it was definitely
0: there. Now, tell me uh, about, I guess, describe to me the, the iHome that, that was on display uh, uh, lounge room, but then also, what what is David Woodbridge's lounge room like? I mean, if I walked into your lounge room, would I just, does it look, you know, like a normal everyday lounge room to me in terms of the technology that's there, or uh, are you wired for sound in, in if you like Every
1: day everyday everyday lounge room, except it was very scary because I was saying to the people that I was working with from Apple this house almost replicates my home in accessible product lines
0: yeah right
1: because I need to, and i'll this leads into the lounge room because basically um, I love to watch television and you know I'm completely blind myself, but I you know watch stroke listen to television sure, and my boys like. Looking at the Apple TV because I I stream a lot of movies off iTunes and everything else. Now, built into the Apple TV is both speech output Mm -hmm. and also screen magnification. So I've got both the ability to, you know, if I was low vision, to look at the screen from a low vision point of view or me being blind. And literally, I can just hold down, once it's set up, the menu button and it will come up, and I can toggle on and off voiceover. I can toggle on and off captioning. Right. I can go in and toggle off low vision settings straight away. Which
0: is crucial for your family as well, because you know they might not want it all the time, and that's, that's how easy it is for you to turn it on and
1: off. Correct, and yeah. everybody said to us, look, that's all well and good having low vision or a talking system, but I don't want to drive the rest of my friends nuts. Yeah. And no, and you can turn it off straight away. Don't know do anybody. But the other extremely cool thing that, I love to use is let's say you're looking at your iPad screen and you think, God, that print's pretty small, I can't see it, or you're watching a movie and you think that's pretty small, because you can use AirPlay to an Apple TV across your own home Wi-Fi network. Big time, big time under the big screen. I've got a 60 centimetre, not 60 centimetre, 60 60 inch (laughs) television at home, and uh, when I want to show stuff to people, I do that to the big screen. But if I also use an app that's called Vision Assist. It uses the camera in the uh, iPad to magnify magnify stuff underneath the camera, and it comes up on a nice big screen. So in reality, you've got a big, close-circuit television that you can look at. So if you get the mail, you pop the mail under the camera under your iPad, and comes up on a big TV it. screen, you can
0: read your mail. It's amazing, isn't it? I it's mean, very, very cool. do, do you look at this, and I think about the iPad, for example, and it's only been around for like three or four years, and I mean... Uh, you know, again, I feel kind of weird asking the question, but you know, six years ago, w- was was life more difficult, or was it just you just you, it's just become so much uh, more different? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, is it is it fundamentally different, or is it just a, a new I, a new approach?
1: I think it's become a lot easier, and it's also means that I don't have to carry around as many gadgets to try and ah, do the things yes. that I used to do. Yes. So, for example, when the iPhone three Gs came out. In July 2009, Mm. I bought it on the day it came out in Australia at the Sydney flagship store. And literally, that replaced one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different devices that I've been using previously to carry out the same tasks that I could do on an iPhone. So it just blew my socks off completely, and I guess that's why ever since I've been really involved with Apple. Um, very oddly, though, the one of the things that caught people's attention in the bedroom part of the iHouse House was a big clock,
0: right. and that's
1: all it was it was the iPad running a big clock app. And because it it had the mode where it prevented the iPad from going asleep, it yep. just sat there and
0: said, "I am a big clock. Yep. Look
1: at me." People just went, "Wow! I just can't believe it's so again, simple."
0: It's, <laughs> it's, it's so it's, and it's not, not analog. It'd be it'd be digital, big numbers, uh, very high contrast, so that the Correct. numbers stand out. So for low vision, it's 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 basically it's not mm. even it's not even difficult. It is a clock, very easy to read, um, exactly. and it would probably. I mean, I, again, I'm guessing, but I'm, I'm I'm guessing that if it's done properly and the, and the font is right, it, it it ranges a long way up the spectrum in terms of people that could see it.
1: That's right. And that was the, literally that was, and it, most of the house stuff, people were just so blown away about the simplicity of how this stuff actually worked because it actually did work extremely easily. The other really cool thing that we used in the bedroom was a little app called Looktel. And what Looktel does is you put a paper note underneath the camera of your iPhone or your iPad, mm. run the app, it tells you how much it is. So it says $10, $20, $50. So it reads it out. reads out the, the, the um, denomination. So again, if you've got low vision, you can just go, oh, hang on, I'm about to get out the door, let me just check how much I've got in my wallet, pull the paper out, wait for it underneath the iPhone or the iPad, tells you within one second.
0: I just, I mean, you know, it's 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 sometimes corny when, when Tim Cook stands up on stage at his keynotes and they, they show a video of, you know, these amazing applications and people that are using uh, the, the iPad, for example, and they've often shown uh, health applications, uh, education um, you know, I know that in, in you know, um, special education, autism, things like that, there is an amazing use for these devices. But I just, I guess it's mind-blowing, and, and I just think about a company like Apple spending that much resource and effort, because it is. So it's, it's an, it is a resource and effort to, to commit to a product being that accessible, isn't it?
1: That's right. And look, I think the problem is sometimes that the general media sometimes treats this stuff like a bit of a gimmick. So people go, ha-ha, look what you can say to Siri. Mm. but if you think that with Siri, I can get up in the morning or anybody can get up in the morning and say, do I have any appointments today? Reschedule my 2 o'clock appointment to 4 o'clock. When is my my wife due home? Will I find my friends?
0: What's the weather like? Anything.
1: Anything you can do with Siri. I mean, it's absolutely great. I mean, sometimes, you know, I can't look out the window myself personally. So I just say to to Siri, will I need a raincoat today? Is it going to rain tomorrow if I'm traveling to Melbourne for, for a conference? And again, you know, yes, I could run up my PC, or I could use the iPhone, I could use the speech output, the large print, and do it. But why not just hold down one button, ask a question, and hey presto, you've got your answer within five seconds.
0: Fantastic. I, I, mean, I guess you know, as someone who is is sighted and takes for granted, you know, so many things. Mm. Um, I I look at the iPhone now even more differently than I ever have before because. You know, you're right, I look at Siri and go, yeah, righty, I can tell you a joke or whatever it is. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I take for granted the fact that I wake up in the morning and, and can see that it's desperately overcast and that's going to mean, mm. you know, jacket weather. We, whereas you can now say, as a result of a, 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 an initiative, a piece of technology innovation, you can now say to your phone with a press of one button, uh, what's the weather like today,
1: you know? Exactly. And uh, the <laughs> other really cool app that I absolutely love is... You know when your children uh, put your iPad or your iPhone down behind a cushion in the house, and you go, well, where is it? Yeah. <laughs> where, where find my iPhone? I can make that other device make a sound.
0: Beep. Yeah, yeah. I, yep. You know, it's funny. Uh, we, we, I, won't, I won't lie. I've got multiple iPads in the house, and uh, a lot of them didn't have Find My iPhone on them just because they were just the kids' ones. But mm. I, I took the trouble on the weekend to do just that for that very reason. And, and you know, it doesn't matter who you are. Whether you're someone that uh, that is blind, low vision, or uh, you know has a hunt, has twenty-twenty, um, finding a, a small device uh, can be difficult. And a simple beep, you know. But but I tell you what, this is the feedback you need to give to Apple because you've got more clout than I do. The uh, the remote control for the Apple TV. I mean, that's impossible. That thing gets lost all the time. So you're probably lucky that you've got the remote app on the iPhone.
1: That's right, and the <laughs> the fact that it also does the iTunes Radio now, which is I really like
0: playing ah, it for the yeah.
1: Apple TV. Now, there was only one product that I thought I wondered why you used that one but if you can imagine putting a probe in the ground next to a plant
0: Oh the the parrot flower power Yeah that's the one Yeah yes I have one I think it's <laughs> a, you? And, and and you know what you, again oh, here I am taking for granted this crazy little thing that mm. tells me whether or not I'm going to kill that plant or not and exactly. and you've just in one simple statement you you've you've made me realize that that's not that's not even a silly gimmick. That is an amazing thing that could change someone's appreciation of the world they're living in.
1: That's Just right, because we had a, century, a little century garden set up next to the eye house, and there was herbs and that sort of stuff. And as you know, you can you set your plant type and you put the probe in, and then of course with the app, you can tell on the screen by a large print or speech output that you know, okay, look, it's um, the soil moisture's down a bit, needs more fertilizer, blah blah blah. And because I, I originally thought well, that's a bit geeky, yep. but then again, if you're looking after particular herbs, or you've like got your prized tomatoes or anything else, that's a really excellent way of looking after. Your Unbelievable!
0: Family. And and you know, someone can can have a, a beautiful interest in in something like whether it's roses or herbs or, or whatever it might be, um, despite any any level of vision impairment. And it, it just last question. Does in an app like that, it's a really good example um, of a great technology. But is it really important that the app also follows accessibility, or do they automatically do that because of the way Apple Apple apps are designed, or does it require? Do you come across apps where you go, oh, bugger it, it's not very accessible?
1: Yeah, it, it, it's like the internet. So there, there yeah. actually are okay. guidelines for the accessibility and for app development via Apple itself. Mm-hmm. But like everybody, we you know we tend to take shortcuts sometimes and. Yep. Look, I encourage people that if you come across an app that's not accessible, then in a nice, constructive way, give feedback to developers, because like everybody else, they may not even realise that the app's accessible in the first place. They, uh, they
0: may not know, they may not realise, you know, Parrot would be a good example. Imagine if it didn't, you, you know, you could say to them, do you realise what you've got here in terms of a potential product and, and how mm. it could enhance the lives of, of so many uh, and with some simple adjustments, off you go. And and I guess you're right. It's it's about being polite about it too, isn't it? It's not about saying, oh, my God, your your app is not accessible. It's about saying, hey, um, interesting market that you probably haven't thought about, but without doing this, you know, it's it's an untapped market, and well, off you exactly go. Well, that's
1: exactly right. And look, even something general, like a general app like the Woolworths app that we had in the kitchen, when you go and read the barcode off a, of, of a, you know, a piece of item, like a jar or a tin, when you go shopping next time, you add it to your list, and what's really cool about that Woolworths uh, app is it actually tells you what aisle the product's available in.
0: That's right, it's awesome.
1: So rather than going, well, hang on a minute, where am I going? I can't see the signage. You go, fine, I just need to go to R fifteen. I know exactly where it is.
0: I, I so from just, that, from I'm, that I'm point of view, lovely. Blown away by how something so simple as um, considered approach to accessibility can have such dramatic impact on the lives of so many. When I mean, we talk about those stats earlier, it's it's a, it's a large number, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. And if people want to have a look at the iHouse itself and the information that got on it, you can go to the vision2014.org slash iHouse website link mm-hmm. and all the apps that I've mentioned uh, today and all the information about the different zones and that are all on that website.
0: Good on you, David. Um, good on you giving your time uh, as you do to uh, to help make these things happen. Uh, and uh, and it's great to hear about them, and uh, I'm keen to keep in touch and, and learn more and more about what technology can give and, and does give to to um, people that uh, use the services of places like Vision Australia. Good on you, mate.
1: My pleasure. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Tech Line with Trevor Long.
0: Now, uh, most people would know, uh, regular listeners would know, I use the Jawbone Up as a um, as a fitness tracker. Now, let's not kid ourselves. I'm not really tracking fitness. Okay, I'm just tracking steps and sleep. But even steps and sleep can create a well-being environment for you which is well worth considering. Now, I've talked about this before. Uh I'm I'm drinking a coke as I as I drink, as I as I talk. This is not about being super fit athlete. This is about knowing more about your lifestyle. And now I set a goal of 10,000 steps a day. I struggle to get it most days, but it, it makes me feel great when I when I hit it. Um, I also see the goal of seven hours sleep per night. Now, for example, tonight, unlikely I will get to bed before midnight. But I'm also consciously aware that in the morning I don't have any meetings and I'm probably going to get an 8 o'clock train. I've got a meeting uh, not until, I think, 10 o'clock, so that'll give me ample time. And so, I, theoretically, if the kids don't wake up too early, I could, I could sleep till 7. But if I'm in bed for seven hours, it's most likely that I'll sleep... Six hours or a little bit more. And this is all. How do you know that, Trevor? Well, because my jawbone tells me. So if you go to bed at midnight, wake up at seven, you think you've got seven hours sleep. Incorrect. Incorrect. You probably woke up several times. You also don't know how much of that time was in deep sleep or light sleep. The jawbone up tells me that. The jawbone up has just been uh, improved uh, to have wireless technology built into it. So it's now called the Jawbone Up 24. Highly recommend it. $179 it is. And you'll find it at I saw it at an Apple store recently. Um, honestly, if you have any interest in your in your well-being, and I, when I mean well-being, not fitness, uh, it's a great device to have. It, it really does make a difference to me to second-guess myself. So if I was just kicking back watching TV and I knew my alarm was going to go off at 7... Or six, let's say. I would consciously, at 10, be thinking, I've got to get to bed so I can get my seven hours sleep. And it's that questioning that you give in your own mind that starts to change your approach to sleep. And this, for the same reason, uh, you've got a better approach to walking as well. I won't catch the cab, or won't catch a bus, I'll walk there. And you try and increase your steps. It's a great product. Very easy to use. Interacts with Android and iOS. The Jawbone Up24 is now available in Australia, now available worldwide, um, but it was launched in in America a little while ago. I had one. Um, uh, I bought one when I was in there in January. Highly recommended, and I, I've written uh, a bit of a comparison story and information on the Jawbone Up24 at eftm.com.au. so I only played happy once. So are you happy now? Um, the, uh, the show is ending, and uh, I appreciate your involvement. Uh, but if you do want to get involved, you do need to get in touch. Uh, questions, problems, comments about anything technology, do get in touch. Just uh, send me an email, eftm.com.au. A little bit of news around this week, which was good to talk about, and I, I really enjoyed thinking and talking about uh, the way technology uh, is changing and impacting on the lives of those uh not not at all less fortunate. Just uh, you know, who are have a vision impairment of some some sort, uh, and you know, living a life uh, through their eyes in that genuine sense uh, will really wake you up to how much technology has changed and how how it has an impact on so many lives and and can be done so properly. So great work there by Vision Australia and uh, in in the background, Apple doing wonderful things. Uh, Do get in touch, eftm.com.au or the Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Trevor Long, Instagram, um, Trevor Long AU, Facebook, uh, my public posts are available at facebook.com forward slash Trevor Long. You can subscribe, I think that's what they call it. Uh, Thank you for getting in touch. Great to hear from you uh, and uh, please get in touch uh, during the week. Anything about technology, great to talk to you. And uh, I'll hear from you uh, during the week, and I'll talk to you next week uh, for episode 233. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.